Hello everybody, welcome to the Dreamers Dreams podcast, a podcast dedicated to me, Javier, and uh, all my adventures as an entrepreneur, stock investor, and as an options trader. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the long-term chair, and if you haven't ever heard of that, that's okay, because I'm about to break it all down hey, for man. you, okay? Alright, let's get right into it. It's a cult, baby, 2020, hey. Yeah, I ain't start a movement, I just got my people moving I asked them what you doing, or the water, why you do it We was moving hella clueless, but we did it like we knew it You can see it, I don't prove it, if you beat me, I ain't losing, huh I don't want the shit, you can have it back now nah. And if you want the drip, you can never back down I navigate the road to wealth and pass the map down It's kinda hard to hear the hate, cause I hit clap Yeah, I ain't start a movement, I just got my people moving I asked them what you doing, or the water, why you do it We was moving hella clueless, but we did it like we knew it You can see it, I don't prove it if and uh, thank you for that that song is called movement by uncle answers thank you uncle and um but yeah let's get right into it what is the long-term chair why do we need it what does it do what's the point of it um but before we get into that i want to just kind of tell you why i think it's so important and why i use it today so it all started with this book called the richest man in babylon and in it they teach a lot about the different aspects of wealth how to build generational wealth why certain people have it and why others don't and um but at the basics of it there comes to this dialogue and um one character asks the other about their about their money and what um what they think they should do with it and so it goes a little something like this where the rich man asks the poor man what he did with his money and he says well i save it of course it's all for me and then he's like well are you sure about that isn't it weird that whenever you get a payment of any sort somebody always gets a nibble of it you know you you pay your electricity bill you pay your car bill you pay your uh, car repairs your home repairs the electrician the the gas station clerk the yoga instructor everybody gets a little bit of your money but where's the bit that you pay yourself how come every you pay everybody else but you never pay yourself and that theory in itself really got me thinking about how is it that whenever i have money it always disappears my hand and always ends up in somebody else's pocket how come is it that i can never keep any money for myself and so that's when the theory of paying yourself came into my mind and really that every every check you get some of it should be set aside for you and your future just like you pay the the clerk at the store you should pay yourself just for gosh dang working so hard for it what do you mean that's your money you shouldn't be going to anybody else but you and so that theory, that thought in itself was really enough to get me thinking about what I'm doing with my money, how I'm spending it, and 
whether or not it's really the best thing for that specific moment. And so um, from there, you know, started my long-term portfolio, a.k.a. the long-term chair. Shout out to the cult. But, um, yeah, and I mean, I really encourage you guys to think about that and maybe think about what it is that you can do for the future, um, starting with a long-term portfolio. You know, start by saving 10% of your of your monthly income, you know, maybe more if you can afford it. 10% is just enough that it won't, it won't, you know, break the bank, but it'll also be enough that you can see the compounding interest, you know, multiply within a few years. And, um, you know, the long-term chair is really what it sounds like. You buy the stock, you buy the house, you buy the home, you just sit in it, you sit in the long-term chair, you hold it, you don't move for at least five years you know that's the bare minimum that a long-term investment you should hold it for and with that comes safety you know stocks become safe the more you hold them the longer you hold them and the more you have the safer they are because you can diversify that's the whole that's kind of a name of the game is having not all your money put into one specific stock it's various solid good steady stocks stocks like walmart and uh apple and tesla and nvidia you know or those are some growth and value stocks but you get the point you know if you put your money in secure enough companies it's almost the same thing as putting your money into a secure bank account because i don't think apple's going away soon i don't think home depot is going away soon or walmart you know and so if you can kind of see it like that a stock investing account is really just like a savings account on steroids because the returns that are possible through the stock market are way more than one percent and two percent that you typically get in a in a bank savings account so boom do you need any more honey okay so now you got that where do you open up so to get your first um, investment account, you really either have a few options. I think the best one starting out is Robinhood because they really make it simple for you to understand the stocks and you know what you're buying. Another one would be TD Ameritrade. And if you're an advanced trader, obviously probably like Thinkorswim or uh, any of those other ones. And then, you know, there are other, you know, like other reputable ones like Fidelity and uh, Charles Schwab, but it's really up to you, whatever you feel comfortable with. And then after that, you have to decide how much money you're going to put away, um, whether it's going to be a lot or a little, whether you're going to limit yourself or you're just going to take it a little bit easier. But it all starts with, you know, that initial deposit and then from there carry on make sure it's a monthly thing and not just uh you know a one-time thing um next thing you know uh, you need to decide what companies you're going to buy and so like i said the best thing to do is buy those really solid companies that you know aren't going away um you think 10 10 years ahead you want to buy stocks that are going to be solid and making money and still around in 10 years that's how you ensure the safety in the market and you aren't playing these these games like the nicola stock and these other boeing stocks no no shit to boeing hold boeing stockholders but you know it's a little sketchy sometimes but 
Um, like I said, it's all about finding the good companies and finding the, your risk tolerance that you're like comfortable with. You know, always, you know, here's another tip for when you're, you know, deeper in the markets. Um, always buy on red days. So that means buying on days that that the stock has seen continuous loss because if a value stock like Walmart per se goes down 10% day after two days, you know, that's a 10% discount on Walmart. I don't see that as a devaluation of the of the company Walmart because Walmart is still Walmart. Walmart didn't change its its business model when those two days that it went down. It is just a temporary downside that will eventually lead up in the long run. And so you really have to find that really sweet medium for you and your own investment style that you can then distribute that money how you think is best and most comfortable with. So, you know, some people might put it in the weed stocks. I'm not really comfortable with that until, you know, there's a more solid way um, to, to make money for them. And But, you know, that their time will come. And, and when they come, we'll know for sure. We'll, we'll make sure we hit it. But... Um, yeah, like I said, that's basically it. Um, you know, make your money work for you. Don't don't let your money just fly away from you, okay? Uh, I, I know I got sick of that. I bet you're sick of that too, all right? So um, it all starts with that decision, deciding that you are going to do something different and going ahead and doing it and taking the right steps to do it. Um, like I said, yo, in the trailer um i am gonna be here gonna be here with you guys to help you out throughout your journey of investments and entrepreneurship but like i said it starts with the long-term chair and i think that's really the most important you know beginning step and uh hopefully it'll get you excited hopefully you love it you know it's such a good feeling when you see your hundred dollars go up ten percent you know because that ten percent wasn't there before um, but yeah, it's so, so cool. I love the stock market for that reason. Um, and, uh, hopefully you can see the cool, coolness about it too. You know, it doesn't all have to be bad. Um, I hate it when people say, let's eat the rich, bro. If I could show you how to make a million dollars, you wouldn't want to. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So end of the day, uh, I hope you like that. I hope you will stick around and uh, maybe listen in to my voice again. I will. Anyway, uh, hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions. That is Dreamers Dream on Instagram. That's Dreamers with two S and then dot Dream. So that is it. Um, besides that, I'm going to get going, yo. Thank you for listening. I don't know how long I've been going, but it feels pretty good to kind of begin this information out there. You know, whoever it is, uh, thank you so much for allowing me into your ears and into your life. You know, it's so, it's cool. It's cool. I really appreciate it, yo. Um, But I will be going and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll talk soon. Send me any recommendations or ideas. Um, Yeah. All right. See you guys. Peace.